Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live, presented by Kaleida Health. Here we are in hour number two. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker. One Bills Live is the show. And here on a Tuesday, pleased to welcome in the senior national NFL writer for Outkick.com. It is one Armando Salguero joining us to talk a little Bills Dolphins as he still uh, resides for the most part in South Florida when he's not crisscrossing the country to cover NFL stories. He was in Buffalo here this past week for obvious reasons. How are we doing, Armando? No, I'm doing great, gentlemen. And and by the way, I I, I got to share with folks. A couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, I was also in Buffalo for the Dolphins and the Bills. And I'm leaving the press box, and I put on this my coat, and I start to argue with the coat because I couldn't get it on. And Chris just looks at me like, Dude, what are you like? This rookie never put on a coat before. He was struggling. <laughs> I was struggling. I didn't know what to do. So I guess, but since then I have figured out coats. Yeah, well, and that was a wise move because as you remember, at the end of that game, it was snowing sideways on the way out to the parking lot afterwards. Yeah, that is. It was kind of a harrowing drive back to my hotel in Amherst after that. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. What did you think? You know, that game was much different than the game they played in week three. The Dolphins ran the ball all over the place in that game, ended up losing it, and the weather didn't come down till late. What do you think this game is going to look like in comparison to the first two? Because they, the first two were pretty different in their, in their outcomes and in the way they were played. Well, my guess is the Dolphins, uh, and as we sit here right now, we don't know who the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins is going to be. Tua Tungavailoa is still in the concussion protocol. Teddy Bridgewater uh, was available last week, didn't play against the New York Jets. He's recovering from a dislocated finger in his throwing hand. 
So they had Skylar Thompson. My guess is that it will not be Skylar Thompson for the Dolphins. It'll either be Bridgewater or Tua. And if it's one of those, or regardless really of who it is, the Dolphins, what they're going to try to do is run the ball again. Right. Because it's the safest thing you can do. It's it's something that Mike McDaniel is good at, you know, scheming up and they had some success at it. And conversely, the Buffalo Bills, they're pretty smart, you know, so they're going to decide we're not going to get beat by that. And you're going to have to find something else to attack us with. One of their running backs, I think Jeff Wilson didn't play in the last game. Now Raheem Mostert's availabilities in question with the busted thumb. I mean, I suppose you could play with a broken thumb. Just don't put the ball in that hand. So switching, you know, on a run to the outside, you can't maybe put it in your outside hand with the bad thumb. I guess he could play with it in that respect. Catching the ball might be a different story. What are you What are you hearing with respect to his likelihood of suiting up? Yeah, I'm not uh, – the, the Dolphins are not too uh, – Forthcoming, um, I wouldn't say enthusiastic. There, it's it's doubtful that Raheem Mostert will be able to play. If he does, then you know, obviously, they'll feel better about their chances. But you know, ball security is a big deal, especially in in the cold, and um, it's a it's a rough ask. It's tough. Yeah, I would agree, and, and it comes down to. There, there will be elements. It's going to be cold. There's no doubt about it. How wet it will be will have a lot to, to say about this. But if the, if the Dolphins come into this and Teddy Bridgewater is back there uh, with a – and I don't know if it's his – you said his finger's dislocated, not broken, but dislocated. Yeah, dislocated. So if that's the case, it's probably – it's better than having it broken, no question about it. I've had both. Um, they will – they're going to have to throw this football – to win this game as well. I mean, certainly if they lean on their run game, I get it. But sooner or later, they're going to get into a third and medium or third and plus. Um, how has Teddy been in those situations this year? And I know it's a limited sample size. Yeah, well, let's address the limited sample size first because he's he's started a couple of games where Tua Tunga-Vailoa was out because of the concussion and couldn't finish the games, either one of them. Uh, he started after the Cincinnati game against the New York Jets, and after one play, uh, he was out of the game because the independent neurologist from the NFL decided that he had stumbled and removed him from the game for to be in concussion protocol. And then uh, this last uh, – two weeks ago, he couldn't finish a game because, again, he – he suffered the the dislocation. So job one is if you're Teddy Bridgewater and you're the Miami Dolphins, you need your backup to finish what he starts because that's the reason he's there. You, it, it, It's a worst-case scenario to begin with because your starting quarterback isn't playing, but it's really terrible if your starting quarterback's backup can't finish a game. And so – because uh, now you're on number three, and number three is a rookie seventh-round draft pick, Skylar Thompson. So that's the biggest uh, concern about Teddy Bridgewater is durability at this point. And that brings to mind the quarterback's protection, which has also been compromised for Miami in recent weeks due to the lack of availability 
of their offensive tackles. They've been starting backups for the most part. What is the word on Teron Armstead? Will he be, does he have a chance to be back in the lineup this week after missing some time? They're hopeful. The word is, ah, <laughs> we better, ah. <laughs> that's the word out of the <clears throat> Dolphins because, uh, look, clearly the, the Bills are not the threat to the quarterback that they were when Von Miller was available to them. He's no longer available to them, as you know. But they, they have weapons uh, up front that are concerning. And uh, folks forget that the whole Tua Tungavailoa concussion path began with a hit on Tua by Matt Milana in the first game. And it hasn't been really right since. And so... The Bills getting to the Dolphins quarterback, you know, not a surprise. Huge problem. Better if their Pro Bowl left tackle plays. But th- this is a team that has been dealing with a rough situation on the front uh, of their offensive line the entire season, really. Yeah, and they, they Brandon Shell is listed as the starter at right tackle, and behind him is the, the newly signed or freshly signed uh, Eric Fisher, who was formerly the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, he got released, uh, I think. Is, that, is he released? Or is he on IR? He's on IR, which means yeah. he's not playing. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. so they have and, Kendall Lamb and Greg Little. Little started last week oof. for Armstead. So, yeah, they're, they're pretty thin. Yeah, you got to remember, Austin Jackson yeah. was supposed to be their starting right tackle this year and, and you know, obviously hasn't been of late. Uh, Liam Eichenberg, who was drafted to play, there is Liam, who was drafted to play uh, right tackle or left tackle, has played neither. Yeah, he's a guard. Uh, so he's a guard now. So it, it's it's a mishmash up there, and it tells you that that scheme that Mike McDaniel has put together, the fact that they've been able to to move along and at least be in the playoffs it says something about the scheme overcoming uh, a lack of certain talent up front. Right. What, what can you say, Armando, about the current state of the Dolphins' defense? There was a stretch there. They were giving up a lot of points. Now, I know in the New England game, there was a defensive touchdown in that final total of 23 given up in an uncharacteristic loss. And then, you know, last week, you know, you got Joe Flacco. So, okay, great. You, you know, you hold them, the Jets to six points. All well and good, but what? Where? Where are they as a unit going into the postseason? Do they feel like they've got some T's to cross and some I's to dot here? And if so, where? Yeah, Chris. I mean, they, they shut down a Super Bowl winning quarterback, dude. I mean, you're 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 <laughs> poo pooing Joe Flacco. You're you're making Joe Flacco like into a schlub. Yeah, sorry. Which he kind of is now, but you know. <laughs> Looking at it from the Dolphins' point of view, they they did play well against the Jets. The Jets do have offensive talent. Um, I would say to you that uh, the defense is 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 better when Xavier Howard is playing at his height and is playing motivated 
And that was the case last week. It hasn't always been the case. This defense is better or is very good when both Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips are on their game. For most of the last six, seven weeks, Bradley Chubb has not been on his game. It's been Jalen Phillips. Um, So if those things, if they can bring those things to bear on Sunday, they'll feel pretty good about their chances. You got to remember, these two teams have played two games already, and the total point differential of those two games in which they split is two points. So, uh, you know, that can be spun a whole lot of ways, but one obvious way to spin it is the Dolphins feel like they have a, a very... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about this. The last time the Bills played them here in Week 15, the Bills were four or five TDs in the red zone. Um, and you get into this situational football, and we kind of get into the weeds a little bit with X's and O's and who's available and not. And um, we've even had callers today saying, you know, the Bills kind of forget to run the football when they get down close. Um, but with Josh Allen taking snaps, that threat is always there of him just tucking it and running. Give us a little situational football insight. This is a a defense that really thrives up front, I think. I think Jalen Phillips has really played well, and so has Christian Wilkins. Uh, and then if Chubb, you know, when he uh, – certainly it's spotty. But when he does show up, man, they're a force. Uh, and that seems to me to be where their best chance lies. You're absolutely right. Um, the red zone, the last game, was a mess for the Dolphins. Um, and – You're absolutely right. The Bills are able to, you know, James Cook, by the way, from South Florida, uh, has has come on. And I wouldn't, you know, I I wouldn't tell you that he hasn't been a a significant, significant reason why things have gotten better, because that competition between him and Motor, uh, that (laughs) that benefits the entire team as it does the two players. And if that's benefiting the Bills, it's to the detriment of the opponent. This week, the Miami Dolphins. So running the ball in the red zone, huge. Josh Allen running the ball in the red zone, huge. Um, Let's go back to that game. You remember just before halftime, eight seconds to play, and... You got one play or you kick a field goal from from the red zone. And Josh Allen ran out the clock and did the improbable, which was, oh, he threw a touchdown pass with 0-0 on the clock. You know, stuff like that. A, a team that is coming into Orchard Park this week looks at that and goes, guys, um, if we can just prevent crazy stuff like that happening, we win. Right. It's hard to stop that, though, sometimes because that guy's a freakazoid. Um, Last one I got for you, Armando concerns special teams. I realize the big reason why the Dolphins are last in the league in kick coverage is because they gave a long one up to Devin Duvernay way back earlier in the season. And getting that average back down is difficult. But even after Naheem Hines took two back against New England last week for a total of 197 yards, 
Miami is still ranked last in the league in kick coverage, and New England's only 27th. Are they going to kick to Hines, you think? If they're stupid. <laughs> uh, I mean, I look, so the Patriots decided uh, we're not going to do that, and they kicked one out of bounds. Yeah. And – you know, gave the Bills the ball on the 40, and then they kicked one to him again, and he took it to the house again. So you're you're doomed if you do. You're doomed if you don't. Um, I would say to you that the Dolphins' special teams are going to undergo significant, significant change this offseason for the reasons that you outlined. Obviously, that's not going to happen yet this week. But after this week, things are going to be addressed. All right. Last one from me, Armando. Five NFL head coach openings. Any insights as to what's going to happen? And even up here, uh, if, the, if the outcome of the Jet-Dolphin game was different last week, is the Miami job open? The only way the Miami job would have been open is if Sean Payton had called Stephen Ross again. And they'd had a conversation and Sean Payton would have signaled that he would like to be the coach of the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, that's not in the cards at this point. The, you know, Mike McDaniel goes to the playoffs in his first year. And although that is not new this year, we've got five head coaches, first year head coaches who are in the playoffs this year, which is amazing if you ask me. But, uh, at this stage, I, I don't believe that it it matters anymore. It's a moot conversation with, with the Dolphins, at least. Uh, the other places, look, yesterday I talked to some NFL people, and the Houston Texans are getting ripped left and right for ripping, you know, for firing their head coach two years in a row after only one season. And someone, you know, went to great lengths to remind me. The Houston Texans in the next couple of years have four first-round draft picks. Next year, they have three um, third-round draft picks. In 2024, they have two fourth-round draft picks. And they've got a ton of cap space the next couple of years. They're not as as off-putting to some coach candidates as what the narrative would have you believe. That's going to be a place where there's a lot of resources come to bear in the next few years. And trust me, they'll be able to find someone who wants to manage that. Yeah, right. Certainly a lot of draft capital is always attractive as well as a lot of cap space. Armando, we look forward to seeing you up here this weekend. Thanks for the time. We'll catch up with you in a few days. Travel safe. Thank you. All right, that's senior NFL writer for Outkick.com, Armando Salguero, joining us, talking a little Bills Dolphins. We'll take a break here. Be back with some more of your phone calls and your tweets next on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 